Hey, Jay, we got to do a promo for Super Movie Brothers because what the promo that we had was so old, it's time to do a little bit of an update. So we got to tell everybody what this show's about so they can decide whether they want to listen to it or not. Do we really? Yeah, we have to. All right. It plays on the Podfix Network on other shows. And, you know, we, we kinda, like those guys. We, we do like those guys. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the old promo sounds like so let's give them I still one. like it <laughs> Super Movie Brothers is a podcast that is about two guys who just love movies but unfortunately we have two completely varying points of view we and do. varying tastes on movies so we, we like to discuss film from two completely different points of view but we also drink beer have a lot of fun doing it and then we also assign each other movie homework assignments each of those assignments is from each of our wheelhouse so Jay is more of the art house indie type guy yes meanwhile I am more of of the action cult film horror type genre but there are times where we do agree on things and times where we really don't so it's a lot absolutely. of absolutely it's a lot of fun to listen to make sure that you're checking it out we are available on itunes stitcher podbean and also on spotify make sure you search super movie bros on any one of those and of course we are part of the Podfix network so make sure you're going over to www.podfixnetwork.com and checking it out cheers Hell yeah, Founding Fathers. In your face, Hitler. Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? I am doing fantastic, because I am sponsored this week by an old-fashioned that I am currently enjoying, so that's happening. Oh, nice. All right. Yes. Couldn't get any better than that, baby. Would you like to record a podcast? Sure. All right. (laughs) You, You know what else we should do? What's that? We should introduce our second special guest in two episodes. This is unheard of. It is unheard of. of. In in fact, I don't think any podcast out there has the courage to do what we're doing right now. Not a single one. Not one. No. So let me go ahead and introduce him. He's the host of the Super Movie Bros podcast and fellow member of the Podfix Network. He comes to us all the way from the city of Brotherly Shove. (laughs) Let's go ahead and bring him on. Please welcome our friend Dave. Dave. I just want to say that when we threw snowballs at Santa, he was both <laughs> skinny and drunk at drunk, the same time. Right. So. Everybody wants to say that, but you know, like the old drunk Santa routine is not going to hold water with me, bub. Just like honestly, picture bad Santa, Billy Bob Thornton standing out there, and we chuck snowballs at him. Everyone would cheer us if it was him. But because it was some drunk Santa from the seventies, everyone wants to <laughs> wants to loud us for it. <laughs> So happy to be here, guys. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you skipped over. Hey, how are you, Dave? Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You told you said it was the, the city of brotherly shove, and I got a little bit defensive. But... <laughs> is, is, it be, is it because it's perfectly accurate? God, it, that's exactly why it hurts so much. <laughs> so I, I, I love and hate Philly. I almost moved there once. And um, I did, but that was the year that the Panthers and the Eagles were like big, big rivals. I mean, we we had a couple of years there, and then we beat you in the playoffs, which was awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, you should have moved here. I could have shown you some places that would have made you immediately regret your decision. <laughs> 
Hey, you know what, though? Uh, yeah. Uh, Adam and everyone else, if they haven't yet, can listen to last week's episode where you told your bad date story and then they wouldn't regret their decision. Oh, God. Was that last week's episode? <laughs> it was. I'm it that was. guy, guys. I am so sorry <laughs> yeah. that you had to go you're the, through You're that. the one that it's like the worst date. <laughs> yes. The worst yes. part, is, I think the worst part of that story is like there was so many like red herrings and like red flags going off that it was like, but I was still in. <laughs> like I was still right. in until, right. the, until the conclusion. I, that was I think the worst part about that story is that it was all true. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's the worst part. All right. Well, before we get on to the calendar and start our show, I do have a couple of advisories for the listeners. The first one is regarding our show group on Facebook, Adam. Yes, I love this group. Yeah, so we started up a, uh, a group for our show on Facebook. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. Uh, we actually have a couple, almost a couple hundred people in there. Yeah, it's basically the kind of like brain candy you want to kind of sift through throughout the day. When you just kind of need a break, you want to see a funny meme or a comment or article, that's the exact perfect place for that. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's borderline gotten out of control. In a good way. In a good way. No, in the best way possible. And, and, and so if you want to join, just head over to Facebook and search the Gravity Beard interns. And, uh, and man, come join the fun because I don't think you'll regret it. Now, now, Dave's not on Facebook, so he can't join our group, although we wish he would. Is that even possible? To not be on Facebook? <laughs> I mean, our podcast yeah. is. That's how the government gets you. I haven't been on Facebook since I had a .edu uh, email. So. Oh, wow. The original. original yeah. Gangster. I'm OG, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know how we do it in the city of Brotherly Shove. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. And finally, thank you so much to Kelsey Jane for joining us on our last episode. Man, she was fantastic. Yes, absolutely phenomenal. Yes, yes. We, we loved having her on. So, Kelsey Jane, thank you so much for joining us in last week's episode and all the different ways that you've supported our show so far. Most definitely. Next. So with that, let's get started and look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. I will get us started this time. Yesterday was National Ginger Snap Day. You know what? I like ginger snaps. Hey, you, you know what else was yesterday? Nope. My, my birthday. Aw, congratulations. Yeah, yesterday was You've my birthday. You've been alive for X amount of years. You deserve a cookie. All right, well, uh, tomorrow is National Fried Clam Day and National Eat Your Beans Day. Dude, I'm on board with some fried clams. Hell yeah. Nobody else is on board with Fried Clams Day? Yeah. I don't really like clams. Well, then... <laughs> On Wednesday, we have July 4th, National Barbecue Spare Ribs Day. We also have National Caesar Salad Day, which I, you know what, man? I, I will not turn down a good Caesar salad. <laughs> I got to be honest. I'm a Caesar salad fan. My dad, also, my dad ate spare ribs and Caesar salad every day of his life, and he lived to the ripe old age of 38. <laughs> <laughs> it's also Independence Day, folks. We're going to celebrate that shit and see how many people need some more freedom in their lives. <laughs> and we don't just celebrate it for tyranny or oppression, but from annihilation. Because we're going to live on. We're going we to survive. survive. <laughs> and today, we, we celebrate, celebrate our, our Independence, Independence Day. Day. I cannot believe both of you know that monologue. How could you not? I fly. I pilot. I'm, I can fly. I'm pilot. I picked a hell of a day to quit drinking. <laughs> All right, well, you have a few options on Thursday. Stop me when you get to your favorite. 
First okay. is National Apple Turnover Day. Good, good start. Second, National Graham Cracker Day. Acceptable. And the third one, National Bikini Day. And there we have the winner, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Why do I feel like you're celebrating a chive.com day? It's it's it's, it's National Apple Graham Cacker and Bikini Day. So here's three pictures of all of them. That's that's right. And that's all the chive. What kind does. of graham cracker are people. you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say though that so far this is coming up on a good one. Friday, July 6th is National Fried Chicken Day. I am all about some fried chicken. Yes. Next. All right. Well, with that, let's turn our attention to This Week in History. I love history, so let's do it. And I will start us off. In 1776, Congress votes for independence. That was monumental. That was a good idea. It was a good idea. One of the best things like about the Declaration of Independence signing is if you get a chance, go look at their bar tab. You can actually find it online. Uh, it took a long time for them to delegate and come up with the terms that were going to the Declaration of Independence, and it cost a lot, a lot, a lot of booze. You can literally see their bar tab from from the local uh, from the from the local inn that they were staying at where they were penning the Declaration of Independence at the time. It's amazing. That's incredible. Hell yeah, founding fathers in your face, Hitler. I mean, <laughs> come on. That's right. You tried to take over the world through genocide. We celebrated our independence and asked for it from a king by getting blindly drunk, flipping him the middle finger, signing the declaration, thus becoming a uh, Magna Carta of war. <laughs> <laughs> hey Dave, will you will you do everybody a favor and will you maybe email me or message me a link to that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, I will. Sweet. Well, there you That's go. Dave, Dave will send that over to you, and we'll share it in our in our show group. All right. Well, about fifty years later, some of the Declaration signers, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, unfortunately pass away. That was sad. <laughs> and then we <laughs> we're we're we're, ter- we're terrible at sad or unfortunate things on the show. <laughs> yeah. We have no idea. We've done 30 episodes and have no idea how to appropriately handle things like that. Right. We just kind of glaze over it. (laughs) Like, oh, man, that stinks. Well, and speaking of bikinis, in 1946, the bikini was introduced. Now, I'm sure at that time, it was basically just two pieces of cloth, not the way you think of a bikini today. Moving on, in 1979, just a few years later, the first Sony Walkman goes on sale. Okay, so that is legitness because... Man, who didn't have a Sony Walkman? That was like the coveted item of every person at that time. Right? Those were amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm only 31, so the only thing that played uh, tapes that I had was a Talkboy from 1990, just like uh, Kevin McAllister. Of course, <laughs> because, I mean, why? how else did that get famous? However, though, you would be familiar with the Discman, because yeah, that, that, was was, that was the follow-up, which was the... Remember when it came with Anti-Shock? Oh, my God. Yep. Game changer. Yep. All right. So in 1984, the PG-13 rating debuts, and I, I'm almost positive this was a result of Indiana Jones. It was, yeah, it was 100% Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That yeah. was the film that caused the PG-13 rating. Just I- interesting fact. Do you guys know the first film that was rated PG-13? No. It was Red Dawn. Oh, a great film. That yep. was a good one. Was, wow. Hey, hey, Dave. You know what? Now, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think that you're appropriate for our show because you know way too much. <laughs> yeah, this is not working out, dude. We sh- hey, man, you seem really cool. You're fired. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we've got a tradition on this show of just mentioning things, but then not knowing anything about it. So <laughs> I don't, I don't think this is this is really not going to work out, actually. But so thanks, so, thanks so much. Yeah, that was <laughs> so, super fascinating. So sorry that I, Dave, everybody. <laughs> this is super. This is super awkward now. But I think you're going to have to go now. Uh, well, I'll just go do my own current events podcast that blows yours out of the water. I'm quite, sh- I'm quite sure that it will. That's not going to be hard to do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll be quiet now. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, the, the bar, the bar is extremely low. So, I mean, best of luck to you. I think you're going to be successful in that endeavor. Next. All right. Well, with that, let's move on to the news. Yes, my favorite jingle. All right. I think it's um, worth noting that this particular news story comes from the Washington Post. So keep that in mind, okay? Fake news. (laughs) Adam, uh, or Dave, actually, did you know that there are approximately seven fluid ounces in a double vodka tonic? Yes. Well, Michael Allen Haig ordered his first one shortly after his plane took off from Denver on its way to Charleston, South Carolina. Haig was assigned to a middle seat... But this didn't bother uh, Michael. Are you guys prepared for what's going to happen next? I, that depends on what happens next. <laughs> well, he was sitting in between two different women. Actually, the woman by the window had already fallen asleep. The other was awake in the aisle seat, and she wore a tank top that Haig seemed particularly interested in. So here's what happened. Haig told the woman he was physically excited because he was flying to see his old girlfriend. As she, rec- as she recalled in the conversation, as he kept staring at her chest. Of course. Yeah. So the poor woman, who's feeling very awkward at this point, puts on her headphones and tries to fall asleep, but Haig wouldn't stop asking her questions. Boo. Right. So he's, he's, asking, her, he's asking her questions like, what kind of men does she like? Uh, or is she married? Or what sort of relationship does she have with her husband? And so he starts getting irritated when she refuses to a- answer his, you know, annoying questions. You mean his extremely personal questions from a stranger? Yeah, I, I would ignore those too. Right, sitting right. sitting two inches from you. So so by this time, his first double vodka tonic was gone, and so he ordered a second one. And Hague's Hague's attentionally apparently at this at this point shifted to the woman on his right, sitting by the window. And she recalls waking, waking up very suddenly to discovering that the 45-year-old 40 man she didn't know was touching her fingers. Ew. Yes. And so she wakes up and immediately tells him, tells him to stop touching her. He apologizes, but then keeps on apologizing over and over as, she, as, she, as he's kind of leaning in and cornering her against the window. What in the world? Uh-huh. Well, I mean... I guess if you get on an airplane drunk and then start adding v- double vodka tonics on top of that, it's probably mm-hmm. n- it's probably not that that surprising a behavior. No, I've been drunk on an airplane with my wife and didn't even make a sexual advance at all. I mean, like <laughs> you 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 can fly several hours without making a sexual advance just because someone has cleavage and or fancy fingers. You know, flying is not the only thing that applies to. You can go to work and not make sexual advances due to cleavage. It's, it's really easy. All you do is don't do it. You just don't do that. <laughs> right. And that's literally the type of shit that, like, makes men, like, look 
awful where it's like no no Absolutely. i swear like we can do better we like like men are getting better we will do better some of us stand with you and stuff like that and then like some guy does that and we're like yeah now we have to like oust him oh, too this guy you're too. out buddy harvey weinstein and him and bill cosby they all just send them all to the same island i agree with that 100 percent. again the woman tells him to back off and then and then Hague allegedly allegedly touched her leg and then she's like she's like had it then she she begins to yell, and so about a dozen rows back at the rear of the plane, there's this other woman. It says the article the article says her name is Emily, w- was asleep, but now she she suddenly wakes up too to hear the sound, um, in, in up in row twenty five. The woman in the window seat at this point, uh, sitting next to Haig, is standing straight up in front of her seat and calling and like yelling out for a flight attendant. So Emily, this other passenger towards the back of the plane, is telling reporters. She heard the woman yell, if this man touches me one more time, I'm going to kill him. Then Emily watched with growing concern as the flight attendant takes Michael Haig and marches him towards the back of the plane to where she's sitting. Oh, no. Yes. And so this is where it gets even worse. Darn it. Haig took his new seat and fumbles for his seatbelt. He couldn't, he couldn't speak. He was completely mumbling, obviously clearly intoxica- intoxicated. She says, impossibly high. And... The flight attendant has to help him buckle his seatbelt again, and for a while, he seems to go passive, like maybe he's going to pass out. However, and so she thought he was, <laughs> he thought he was asleep, but then Haig unbuckles himself, his, unbuckles his seatbelt. It says Emily, the passenger that's now sitting nearby him, she shares two pictures with the CBS affiliate in Denver. The first, Haig is slouched in his chair. His hands are, are you know, appear to be folded on his lap. In the second photo, taken just a few moments later... He doesn't look any different, except there's a thin, clear fountain arcing from between the man's hands, seemingly to land inside the magazine pouch in front of his knees. He's taking a leak. And she starts yelling, he's peeing. Oh, my God, he's peeing. Yes. What on the freaking planet? It says, and, and he was indeed peeing, emptying two double vodka tonics and who knows what else into the small gap between the seats. Oh, no. Yes. The bastard, man. Yes. So the plane lands in Charleston shortly after 9 p.m. Emily said she, she and the two women in row 25 gave statements to the police and she eventually got, I think this is my favorite fact in the entire, entire article, and she eventually got a $200 flight voucher from Frontier Airlines. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. She says, uh, Emily took one last photo of Haig, this time being led through the terminal in handcuffs. Haig was arrested by the FBI, but released from jail the next day on $25,000 bond, charged with interfering with a flight crew and two counts of indecent exposure worth up to 20 years in a federal prison if convicted. Yeah, that's the thing. Anything that you do that's like misbehavior-wise on an airplane is like speeding in a school zone. You are screwed. Oh, I yeah. also don't understand like the people who just can't get on a plane and pass out. Like That's the whole thing. Just sit in your seat and pass out. And then you have no problems. You're not getting escorted by the police. You don't have bail. Nothing. All right, well, folks... This is the part of this show where we I have to give some bad news. Oh, dang it. We do have another story, but we don't have time to discuss it. But I can't share the headline. Would you like to hear it? Of course. Here it is. Canadian couple loses custody of their daughter after choosing to use a stuffed lion as their attorney. 
<laughs> I don't even want any other elaboration. <laughs> That's true. That's enough news story for me. I'm good. <laughs> well, I could just give uh, everyone out there listening this piece of advice. If you happen, happen to have to appear in court and you need an attorney, don't choose a stuffed lion. Next. All right. Well, with that, let's move on to birthdays. Yes. All right. I'll kick us off. Yes. So today, July 2nd, we have Brett the Hitman Hart, who turned 61. And if you're a wrestling fan, boy, that brings back my my childhood memories. Absolutely. And uh, my final birthday this week is uh, the Dalai Lama, who turns 83. Nothing bad to say. I I ran into him one time. No joke there. Actually, I actually was. uh, I was doing it. He was there at an event that I was putting on at a hotel. I was like, hey, there he is. The Dalai Lama? Yeah. Did he tell you that on your deathbed you would have full consciousness? You would receive total consciousness. No, no. I was actually all the everybody got mad because I didn't know. Like, I mean, he was walking out, and and I didn't know that like you're supposed to do like the prayer hands and like bow your head and that kind of stuff. So I was like just like looking at him, like, hey, you know, this is cool. And everybody was like, you asshole, what are you doing? Like, you're supposed to pray. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> so it happened. Uh, and uh, Saturday, July seventh. Comedian Jim Gaffigan turns 52, and he is a funny, funny dude. He really is. Next. All right, Adam. Yes. As you know, we've recently launched the Gravity Beard Hotline. We started it up a couple of episodes ago. I love the Gravity Beard Hotline. I do as well. Uh, In case you don't know it, folks, the number is 321-465-2180. One more time. That is 321-465-2180. Now, this is not a live call-in number. It goes directly to voicemail, and listeners uh, have actually been calling and leaving very funny messages, and we've been playing them on the show. So if you want to do that, you can you can do so. So if I may interrupt How- you, every time you say that number, it makes me think of Homer Simpson saying, call Mr. Plow. Yes, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a jingle you can remember. Exactly. I've remembered it since I was a child. <laughs> to stop those monsters, one, two, three. Here's our brand new plan that's guaranteed. It's got Polanka's guarantee. Guarantee void in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a hand, folks. Hey, it's Dave. Well done, Dave. We love you, Dave. Now, speaking of Dave, mm-hmm. Adam, things on the hotline have quickly evolved. Okay. And now we have a we have a major announcement to make. Oh, great. Regarding the show. Yeah, and it actually involves uh, our guest today. Dave? Our guest, Dave. Yes, our very, the very guest, <laughs> the very guest that we're speaking to that's been on the show since the very beginning. Oh, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I, you know, I, we mentioned this at the top of the show, but Dave was actually on our show last week. I don't normally tell people not to listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that now, <laughs> but I do want to caution the listener that if you decide to go back and listen to Dave's bad date story. Just be prepared to hear something outrageous and shocking. So I feel like it's my duty to warn the listener. That's a fair caution. So here's the major announcement we're making regarding Dave and our show. Adam, Dave has has agreed to join our team here at This Week Today. Hey, welcome to the team, my brother. So here's a little background, Adam, because you weren't involved in these conversations. It actually took weeks of negotiation to get the deal done with Dave. Oh, yeah? He originally asked for $27,000 per appearance. That's terrible. I think that's reasonable, and I think as, as we roll out Dave on the show, you're going to realize he's worth every penny. However, 
that was clearly not going to work since we literally only make a dollar per month for the show. Right. We have some, right, right. <laughs> we're, we're working our way up towards that fee. You got some making up to do, but I, I got confidence that you guys would be able to foot the bill. Hey, we're good for know? it, man. We're totally good for it. Not that we don't appreciate that $1. If it wasn't for Clay Groves, uh, the creator and host of the Fish Nerds podcast, we'd be at $0. So thank you very much, Clay. <laughs> But 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 that do, that does not cover Dave's initial demand. So we went through lots of negotiations, and we did reach a final agreement. Okay, what was that? Here's what we have to give Dave in order to appear on our show. Okay. And Dave, you don't you don't mind me sharing these these behind the scenes details, do you? Uh, I, I I do not. No. Um, okay. I I feel like I'm a hard nosed negotiator, and I am proud of the deal that has been struck. One, we have to give him one six pack of Flying Dogs Dead Rice Summer Ale. Okay. Secondly, we have to give him a full platter of crab claws from Tame Street's Oyster House. Okay, we can do that. And last, we have to we have to clear his current tab at the Broken Goblet Brewery. That's going to be a problem. That's a big problem. <laughs> That's going to be a yeah. huge problem. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? I've ta- I've talked to the Broken Goblet Brewery. So so that plus the the first two items comes to a total of seventy three dollars. Oh, okay. That's that's you know. I think in exchange for that, Dave, we get you for a year, don't we? Uh, one one year. That is that is correct. Yes, sir. Here's what what Dave's going to do for us on the show. Okay, we're going to attempt to have a reoccurring segment. It's going to be called Dear Dave. Okay, and it's going to kind of be like like Dear Abby or Doctor Laura. Right. Well, that's great. Then we can give advice to listeners who have questions. Exactly. And so listeners can either call the hotline or find us on social media, and they can ask for advice or, or you know tell us about a problem they're having, <laughs> and Dave will respond to them by calling us on the hotline. And, and giving that person advice. And then we'll play you know Dave's message back to the listeners so they know what to do about their problem. Oh, that's perfect. Good idea. Yeah. And so each person is guaranteed to get only the best possible advice for their issue. Yeah. What could go wrong? That's right. Exactly. In fact, Dave, someone has already called in and needs your help. Oh. Awesome. I can't wait for this. Crime Stoppers, man. This is it. I didn't want to spring it on you, so if it's not okay, just tell me. But if, if it is okay, I'll go ahead and play our first caller, and, and you can attempt to give him some advice. Yeah, no, ask for your question, and I will deliver the answer of correctitude. All right, well, if that's the case, then I'll go ahead and play our first caller, and, and you can give them some advice. Here we go. There's the beat. I have a question. I would like to know how to get a good deal on a Jeep. I want to any Jeep. I want a Jeep. JK Series Jeep from 2000. Nope, 2007 to 2010. It's really hard to find those, especially in Kansas. Especially like the one that I used to have. So if you guys get that, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Thanks, bye. All right, well, there you go, Dave. Did you understand the call or did you want me to explain? Oh, no, no, no. I heard she wants a Jeep from 2010 to some other year. If uh, you're looking for a Jeep, you can forget your true cars, you can forget your CarMax, you can forget your Auto Trader. Uh, you, what you want to do is you want to get yourself over to Craigslist. Now, as you might know, Craigslist has recently shut off their Casual Encounters page. They no longer wanted people meeting in such a way that that allowed people like the Craigslist killer to continue to operate. However, people are offering other services with their services, so you can find yourself a Jeep Wrangler of your choice on there. Just go to craigslist.org and make sure you find yourself your brand new Jeep Wrangler for all of your off-roading fun while you do it. Uh, th- thanks, Dave. Um, <laughs> I, I, th- I think we can see that people are going to be in good hands. <laughs> I'm just trying to help people find the best deal 
see folks that's what you uh, can look forward to so in future episodes uh, call in leave let us know what it is that you need help with and we will turn it over to dave and he will respond and give you advice (laughs) i think everyone can see this is going to go really really well i don't see anything that could go wrong no i don't either we actually do have two more dave uh but we, we don't have time to get to them I will just let you know that that one is from an elderly woman mm. who has a very a very personal challenge that she and her partner are dealing with and and a, the second the second one is is a French woman who I, I think is from New Mexico. Oh. Any case, any case we'll get those to you and if you'll if you'll just listen to them and come up with your best advice and call back to the hotline and and help these folks out. Just just remember part of my deal is that you're going to play the disclaimer after all of my advice, right? I mean, I don't want to be held responsible for anyone's uh misgivings about my advice. I give sound advice, but sometimes people take it in the wrong way. I just hope they're not looking I- for jeeps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we apologize that we're not getting to get the other two calls, but we appreciate your patience. Thank you for calling in, and Dave will we'll get to them as quickly as he can. But most importantly, just know that Dave is standing by and ready to help out any way he can. And so here's, here's how you, once again, here's how you can reach Dave to ask for advice. One, you can call the hotline, 321-465-2180. You can also find us on Twitter at The Gravity Beard. Uh, you can come join our listener group on Facebook, The Gravity Beard Interns, and post your question there. Or just send us an email at thisweekpod at gmail.com. Be sure to use the hashtag Dear Dave or put it in the subject line. Also, if you haven't already, be sure to tune into last week's episode one more time and you'll hear Dave tell one of the most disturbing bad date stories we've ever had in the history of the show. Next. Dave, do you have time to stick around for the rest of the show? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Great. I'll be, I'm glad I'll be to as hear quiet that. as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from some Dear Dave stuff, which I just I wanted to make that major announcement, we still do have some hotline messages that people left. Oh, hotline bling. Let's do it. Yeah, gentlemen, would you like to hear this week's hotline messages? Yes, absolutely. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Excellent. Excellent <laughs> reference. All right, well, let's play our two hotline messages before we wrap things up today. Here is the first one. I want to order a sandwich. I want... Ham sandwich. I want some cheese. I want some chips too. I like the crunchy ones. I will leave the money on the windowsill. Please hide the food. Behind the bushes. The orderlies keep stealing it from me. I'm hungry. All right. I think that's the... I know that. The, that's that's the homeless veteran down the street from me that was always sitting by the uh, red light panhandling. I'm going to go out on a limb. <laughs> I think that's Peter DeVildis. You do? Yes. Okay, so so last week this same guy called and ordered pizza. Yep. <laughs> And he wanted us to leave the money on the... He's going to leave the money on... Same thing. Money on the window cell and leave the food in the bushes. Yeah. Well, the orderlies are taking it. I, I, didn't you hear the message? <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe he should call in and ask for advice from Dave. <laughs> First of all, we have a mystery on our hands. I, I, I have no idea who this is. Now, it might be Peter, except the number's from Atlanta. Dang it. 
That seems like a like pretty strong evidence that it's not Peter. Well, you know, I mean, we could just continue with the format of the show and do no additional research and let it go. <laughs> well, I, w- I will say we do know one person from Atlanta. I mean, I know it's other people from Atlanta, but we do know an active listener from Atlanta. You want to know who it is? Yes. It's Keith. Oh, Keith. Well, he loves, you know, to hate news quick hits. <laughs> now, I, I don't know if those messages were left by Keith. I just know that that phone number's from Atlanta, and Keith has also lived in Atlanta. Keith's good name. And we have no, and we have no idea who's who's playing an elderly man in a home that's begging us to bring him food every week. Or maybe it's just some random old guy who's calling a number that he finally got an answer to, <laughs> and and he landed it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't want to disappoint the poor guy and tell him on the on the show that we're not going to bring him food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, anyways, the mystery continues, uh, but th- I found that very funny. We have one more message before we move on, and Adam, I don't know if you remember, but we called out one of the examples for what people could use the hotline for is to, is to leave a micro product review. Yes, absolutely. Well, we have one of those, Okay, and here it is. Hi, my name is Sarah Stapleton, and I'm answering your call for a 22nd consumer product review. I'm here to review 355 everyday value organic whole wheat bread. It's got 19 grams of whole grains per slice, but yet only 16 grams of, of total carbs. This is dietary fiber of 2 grams, protein of 3 grams, and as a diabetic, this is more bang for its buck. It's soft and moist. It uh, takes grilling really well. I couldn't recommend a whole wheat bread more. Well, Bam. thank you very much, Sarah. What a useful tip. Yeah. A 20-second review. Yeah, friend, that was killer. Yeah, our friend Sarah called in with a, a micro product review. I really think that we ought to s- s- kind of hook her up with the hungry veteran, as we'll call him. No. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dave. I will say this. I, I specifically called for a 20-second product review. This one came in at 22 seconds. Oh. oh you got to get off that last two seconds. So it was, it was very, very close. However, by the end, I did want to buy 365 brand organic whole grain bread. I'm sorry. Did she say it takes to grilling well? Yes. She did, actually. That is probably the best way to review bread. You could put this straight on top of hot coals, (laughs) and it takes to it well. Yeah, I don't think I've ever thought about involving a hot coal with bread, although I guess I do toast the buns. So, Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was just going to say this. Even though she went a couple seconds over from specifically what the challenge was, it did make me want to go out and buy the bread. And isn't that really what the, what the importance is of a good product review? That's true. Not going to lie. My next Omaha Steaks burger is going to be made with that bread. <laughs> next. All right. Well, I actually do have another announcement relating to the show. What? I've been talking to Sarah. She's also agreed to join our team at This Week Today. Oh, excellent. So in addition to Dave, which we're very glad to have on the show, she's she's agreed to call in and offer what we're going to call... She's going to do Life Hacks, and we're going to call it Life Hacks with Sarah Stapleton. Life Hacks with Sarah. Next. All right. Well, we're excited, to, uh, obviously, that Dave's joined the team, and, uh, of course, we're looking forward to Sarah joining us as well. And before we wrap it up, I'd like to present this week's Least Competent Criminal. Yes. One of my yes. favorites. The only reason I listen to the show is to learn how what not to do and get away with it. This is the opposite of that. These criminals are getting caught in very idiotic ways. Every single time. <laughs> All right. So Stephen Cook, age 18, steals a bike from the front yard of a guy's house. The homeowner gives chase, but then quickly stops because what the homeowner realized that the thief did not is that the street The street is a loop <laughs> and, he would be ba- and he'd be back very soon. A few minutes later... 
Cook comes around the corner. The bike owner tackles him and detains him until the police arrive. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. What <laughs> Study a... your maps, criminals. Yeah. Study your maps. How do you not do any like site survey recon? What an idiot. And so, Stephen, we'd like to congratulate you. You are this week's Gravity Beer Listener of the Week. <laughs> yes. Well done, Stephen. Learn what a circle is. <laughs> Next. All right, gentlemen. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode. Yay. <laughs> That's what I feel like the listeners are saying. The listener. <laughs> hey, Dave, before we go, would you like to promote your show? Super Movie Bros Podcast on iTunes and Podbean. You can reach us on Twitter at Super Movie Pod. You can also find us on Facebook, Super Movie Bros Podcast on there. And then reach out to us by email if you want to yell at me for anything that I said here today in character. Super Movie Bros Podcast dot gmail dot com. You know what, Dave? That's not bad for eight beers in. Yeah, seriously. Adam, is there anything you'd like to promote today? As usual, I'd like to promote myself. Just in general, I am an awesome person. And also, I have a <laughs> website uh, for any uh, any audio editing or consulting needs at www.lordsaunders.com. And if you don't like that, you can reach out to me uh, on any social media at the Lord Saunders, or you can email me at thelordsaunders at gmail.com. Alrighty, a couple more reminders. Again, the hotline is 321-465-2180. Let us hear from you. And please come by and join our Facebook group. It's the Gravity Beard Interns. You'll not regret that decision. Or maybe you will. Ah. <laughs> Depend- <laughs> you might. <laughs> if you got at least a dollar's worth of entertainment out of our show today and would be willing to support us financially, you could do so by going right now to patreon.com forward slash gravitybeard to sign up. We're also a member of the Podfix Network, as is Dave. It's a terrific lineup of shows. Go to podfixnetwork.com to check them all out or search at Podfix on Twitter. Also, please check out Podfix Presents. It's a podcast from the collective minds of the Podfix Network. Listen to it on Apple Podcasts or any other podcatcher. Listeners can find This Week Today on Twitter by searching at This Week Pod. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeup by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. All the other music and sound effects can also be found on YouTube. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Later. Say goodbye, Dave. Don't hold me accountable. <laughs> this is the Gravity Beard Crabcast. Does anyone know Tom Hanks' first Oscar? <laughs> it was Philadelphia. No. Yes. Thank you. It was, it was Philadelphia. Yeah, Stop it. That was that, at least not, but don't ask me any follow up questions. We don't do that here. His third? No, no. The, too much knowledge. You're not getting it. That's the way. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to move on. Can we move on? <laughs> yes. TV remote is. Did you check your pocket? It was in my. It was in my pocket. <laughs> you consume beers like I consume books. Well, then you have a serious reading problem. <laughs> 
Like my loafers, former gophers. <laughs> See my vest. See my vest made from real gorilla chest. <laughs> I hate every ape I see, from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. <laughs> no, you'll never make a monkey out of me. Oh, God. I was wrong. It was Earth all along. <laughs> you finally made a monkey out of me. Excellent. Stay from Philly, folks. <laughs> <laughs>